But just thinking about sticking my nose in that big honey-colored shag of hair on Robert Plant made me pop a boner, a really hard, uncomfortable one, and in my tight jeans, too. I tried to pretend it was for the foxy, spaced-out Mexican girl hip-grinding near me in her midriff shirt and turquoise rings, slinky and stinking of patchouli, but no dice. My dead pecker was hard for Robert Plant. I thought about leaving because I don't think of myself that way. Nothing against the gays, but Joseph Hiram Peacock is all about the trim. No way could I leave that concert. It was too good. I loved the shit out of Robert Plant. I wanted to try to get backstage, but even if I did, what was I going to do? Bite him? Wave my boner at him? Get him to sign it? When the music was finally done and everyone heaved for the exits, I saw the Mexican girl shouldering her way through the crowd with her friend, a helplessly ordinary brown-haired waitress type with glow-in-the-dark blue eyeshadow. That was where my night was going. I followed them out. Down into the subway, which I think of as my front porch, yes, the whole thing, and all the way to the East Village via Union Square. Blue Eyeshadow lived there, above a rock and roll bar, and I was afraid my new girlfriend would go up with her, but she didn't. She kept going, past Tompkins Park, all the way to grimy, crimey Alphabet City, and I followed her, thinking, don't take a cab, don't take a cab, don't take a cab, I'll protect you. I saw her go into a moldy-looking brownstone with a big bloodshot eye spray-painted on the side, along with a jungle of names and letters in all colors. Bottles and paper sacks in the alley, an egg carton, a warped shopping cart turned over and shot through with weeds. Third-floor light came on, backlighting a balconetta with a little garden of potted plants. I skinnied up the brick wall and tapped on the glass. She let me in. They always let me in. It helps that I was turned when I was fourteen. Baby face, big blue eyes. Thank God I was mostly through puberty. My voice can go either way, which is useful. I've trained it. Before all this started, I had only ever met one little boy vampire with a permanently high voice, and he made me uncomfortable. I've always felt that whoever turns anyone less than thirteen needs to be taken sunbathing. So there I was on her third-floor iron balcony, the smell of the iron making me horny for blood, smiling at her where she peeped around the curtain and saying, You need to water your coriander through a cracked pane. She understood the third time and smiled back and absolutely should not have opened the French door, but did. I mean, there wasn't a fire escape on that side. How did I get up there? People don't think when they see something they like. And we're all hypnotists anyway. Vampires, I mean. We get what we want. So she cracked the door of her own free will, and that was all the invitation I needed. In came my little white hand, pushing the curtain aside, pushing her back, but playfully. Not really, but it seemed like it to her because I was smiling. Her cat was the smartest thing in the room. He didn't like me. He didn't scream and shit himself like they do sometimes, but he decided now was a great time to go in a closet up on the towels. Fine by me, kitty. Stay out of my way. Do you want tea? She said. Did I want tea? It's chamomile. I just put the water on. Trace of an accent like she came to America when she was eleven or twelve. Or I've got beer. The thought of beer in my empty black stomach made my empty black stomach turn. I hadn't fed in days and it was getting urgent. So I charmed her hard. My earlobe tastes like cinnamon. Mentiroso, she said, 
glass-eyed, her lips staying open after the final O. I always remembered that word. I asked Svetko about it years later, and he said, that means liar, which is about what I guessed. Svetko was Slovenian, spoke like eight languages, and read even more, but I'll get to him in a minute. You don't have to take my word for it, I said. So she leaned in, open-mouthed, and I saw her teeth, dark fillings in the back ones. And she never had braces. Her bottom teeth formed a kind of slack W, and she had tiny crooked canines sharper than normal. Not sharp like mine, and certainly not as long, but she couldn't see mine because I was charming her not to. You can't see a vampire's fangs unless he wants you to, or unless something startles him good, but it's got to be something big, terrifying. Then all those unconscious charms go right out the window and you see him just as he is, which isn't so pretty.